You're listening to Tweets Ahead, an Irish podcast where we discuss our favourite tweets and trends from the week. Whether they're social, political or from the world of sports, we love the unpredictable mess that is Twitter. Enjoy the intro music. Tweets ahead, an Irish podcast that's all about talking tweets, Twitter, and ridiculousness of the Twitterers. My name is Fergal, and this week I'm joined by Cormac and Sean. Gentlemen, how are we doing? I'm going to go to Cormac first because Sean's got a mouthful of biscuit right now. Mm. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite good. I'm actually, you know, as, as per usual, what tends to happen in these midweek ones, I'm very underprepared and too. I'm also concentrating on the Dundalk match that's happening. <laughs> so, As always, you are half, am, you are half I, doing the podcast, half watching the Dundalk game. I am here, but yes, 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 yes. Uh, I will give you all of my attention. Don't worry about oh, that. Oh yeah, I've heard that before. Yeah. In your sweet, <laughs> sweet lies. Um, Sean, how's your week? Uh, devastated. Devastated? You finished that biscuit? Um, yeah, I was playing football against Mac. Uh, the other night, it wasn't, he, a, uh, it wasn't a one-on-one, but yeah, we were on opposing teams, weren't we? Yeah, we were on opposing teams, and he he skinned me and uh, left me for dead, and I'm uh, I'm still reeling from it. Yeah, now Cormac, you'd be known as you're you're quite a nifty footballer, and you, you wouldn't be known for your full, pace. Full disclosure, um, I wouldn't be known for my pace, but it's not something I've ever needed to worry about. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I think it was just come towards the end of the game. Um, we were all kind of visibly tired, and that's when I, that's when I pounced. Really, wasn't that? Isn't that what happened to him? You just essentially you sent me the wrong way and then <laughs> took off. And yeah, gone. I didn't. I didn't. I was trying to slow down, but I didn't know how to. That was the problem. <laughs> never run, <laughs> that, never fast run that fast. Before. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna break this thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Run a bit locomotive. Yeah. Um, super. Listen, guys. What are you gonna talk about this week? What are we looking at? Uh, I suppose I only have a few little uh, things to talk about. One is the the, the Tommy Bow. Um, I don't think there's been a couple of gates, but I don't think we can call it Bow Tommy Gate, gate or Bow Tommy Gate game. or anything like that. But it was just something he said on TV. It was a bit of a, I suppose you can call it a David Brent moment. I've heard a few, few people call it David Brent moment. Depending on what version of the office you like, call it Michael Scott moment. But yeah. yeah. Uh, outside of that, I think... Look, I'll just wrap up. Messi's made officially made his move to Man City. Um, I have a good Tom Man Jones. Man City, sweet Jesus. Oh, to PSG. So there you go, Fergal. I was even thinking <laughs> that it was going to be Man City. Um, I have a good Tom Jones joke. Oh, excellent. And um, yeah, everybody's favourite non-sweater, Prince Andrew, has been sued <laughs> in New York. So I, I've actually been glancing over that to see what Twitter's reaction is to it. Amazing. Uh, Sean, you've got something a bit different this week, don't you? Oh yeah, I, I do have something very different. Um, I'm a big fan of Joe Lysett. Are you? Uh, yeah, I like Joe Lysett, yeah. Um, Joe Lysett kind of ran this sort of uh, fake media campaign against Paddy Power. Okay. Uh, about advertising to children. 
oh, um, right. and it was very hilarious and really well orchestrated and uh, the hashtag Paddy Power Leave the Kids Alone started trending um, so that was what I was looking at uh, I, I have a list um, yeah and I'm also maybe just going to like talk about a uh, bit of fall, fallout from uh, from uh, Marion Gate or which we covered in the last episode which we covered in the last episode uh, because uh, hashtag resign Leo has been trending for about I'd say about eight days in a row. Yeah, and you've been pushing it as well. I've also been pushing it every day. I've added to the total. Um, <laughs> so uh, yeah, no, that's that's what I am looking at. Yeah, great. I, I like the fact that to follow on from the last episode, I'm going to take a look at the the robot trees that have been planted in Cork city centre. I don't know if you've seen anything about that yet. I did, and I'm curious to know what they are. Yeah, it's it's a bit it's a bit. Like, there's a cliche thing to say about it, mate. It is very black mirror. In a way. Yeah, there's very little, there's very shaky science as well. Isn't yeah. To back up the. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't sound like a real thing. It no. sounds like something with a science. It does sound like, we lost, maybe I'll not say it, but it does sound like, you know, the Simpsons episode where we managed to sell them. The monorail. Monorail, yeah. That's like, the amount of Simpsons tweets about that. Like, yeah. I, managed, I managed to sell these robot trees to. No, Havenbrook, uh, yeah, Brockville, yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Cork, uh, yeah. Boston, New York. Yeah, you know, yeah, it's good. It's good. Well, listen, we'll take a we'll take a look at it all, will we? Suppose. Uh, Sean, I'm going to come to you first, as always. I'm intrigued by your topic um, of, of child gambling. Yes, you're encouraging children to gamble. Is that it? No, quite the opposite. Oh. <laughs> trying to sit, you know, would it make their their playtime in the street more fun? Um, <laughs> Betting on hopscotch. Yeah, I remember getting addicted to uh, a game when I was a kid. What? Why are you looking no, at me? No, just, like just go on. Do you ever do that game when you're a kid where you had like pound coins and yeah. you used to f- flick them? against the wall yeah, yeah. and you used to see which pound coin was the closest and whoever yeah. was the closest won all the pound coins oh wow that's an expensive game it was yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember a, a brief week of being addicted Some to of that we, we didn't use pound coins in my estate but yeah how the other half uh, how the other half <laughs> that's lived. A, yeah that's a good point yeah it was more of a 10p yeah. kind of job in my in my estate but oh. yeah I know how the other half of town uh, spent their Spent our days off. Anyway, yeah. So anyway, uh, Joe Lysett, who I'm a big fan of, um, I love him on uh, what you call that show with Countdown eight eight out of ten cats. Does Countdown? Yeah. I love him on that. I love his stories. <laughs> love the way you're that big of a fan of him. You had to ask what the show was that he was on. Well, I just forget things. <laughs> okay. Right. I just I don't have a memory for things. Well, um, he's got a new show, hasn't he? Called uh, Is it Joe Lysett's Got Your Back or something? Yes. And this tweet has, um, I think it's going to appear on this show. What's the premise of the show, Sean, before we even get into that? I think it's to do with, like, sort of companies screwing you over. Yeah, and 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 kind of Joe helping out. And Joe gets his own back. Is that it? For no reason whatsoever, I used to think Joe Lysett and Michael Fry were the same person. (laughs) <laughs> that's a nice compliment for Michael Fry I don't know where that came out of but yeah. I always thought that but I, I've now looked up Joe Lysett and I do yes Sean know 
who it is. Yes. So he, he got, I, like he was famous before this, but one of the things that went really kind of viral with him a couple of years ago was he kind of wrote letters back to like a, I think it was like a county council um, t- parking oh, ticket. Oh, I love that. Traffic section. Oh, I love yeah, that's the funniest. Excellent. Yeah. So I think the show was kind of, uh, kind of birthed it out of those kind of reactions. So he, he kind of got into doing those back and forth with, with different companies and stuff. Yeah. And I think this is about him kind of taking down the big man for, for the little people isn't it yeah oh, that, that's exactly what he does so yeah, what, what's happened anyway I think about a week ago um, he was working with this guy called Ash Foka Wolf I hope I said that right <laughs> who kind of creates these sort of like public installations art installations as far as I can tell um, that are quite satirical in nature um, and what they did, they created what they call Bambino Casino, which is a betting shop for kids. Um, <laughs> um, just, uh, yeah, I- interactive uh, something, uh, interactive casino role play experience just for kids um, is, is on the shop front. And there's a little kid with a, a, a waistcoat on and he's, he has fist pumped and he's got loads of chips and um, he looks pretty happy and is this something kids could walk into Sean and even interact with a little bit or well that's what it says yeah that's uh, so that's a shop installation um, obviously it was satirical and then Joe had this um, <laughs> he created this Twitter account called Betsy Bear Betsy Bear Betsy Bear is um, is the mascot mascot of Bambino Casino so he just uh, put up a tweet competition time and it said hello boys and girls it's me Betsy Bear from Bambino Casino I love betting but there are 55,000 problem gamblers under 16 in the UK which is 55,000 too many Paddy Power are repeatedly posting gifts and memes that are appealing to under 18s including cartoons kids films and cute funny animals on their twitter account if these were adverts they'd very likely be banned but in this form they are slipping through the net so i've got a free bet for you if you're over 18 want paddy power to stop using youth skewed content on their social media and want to be in with a chance to win 1000 pounds to claim your free bet all you need to do is tweet hashtag paddy power leave the kids alone um, so that was his little competition. Wow! And uh, obviously, then hashtag Paddy Power leave the kids alone started trending. Um, I know, like, I what well, I I did not that I was really aware of this, but I like I I would see the Paddy Power account, and during sort of sporting events, I would notice they'd put up some very funny content. Yeah, like the thing with Paddy the Paddy Power account is. Um, they're very good at what they do. Uh, it, it's very like it's designed to be a humorous social media account. Um, to get likes and attentions and retweets, obviously. Um, but at the end, you know, there's a part of me that's always you also replies to to their tweets, kind of saying, "Okay, but you're you're ruining lives to a certain extent as well." You know, there's yeah. darkness to what you do. Yeah. And Sean, you wouldn't be opposed to gambling yourself, like that's the other thing. Oh, I I'd be aware of how dangerous it is mm. not that I'm a pro- like I, I love what I, mean is, sorry, what I mean is you're not like an anti-gambler here to kind of you know lectures on, on anti-gambler oh, oh no I, I like a bet I, yeah. I bet on England to win the Euros and mm. I, I just unfortunately just missed out on that yeah unfortunately yeah, yeah. 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 unfortunately yeah. for you 
Um, I still got 90 quid out of it. I was kind of happy. But I, I do. I love the occasional bet. Uh, I love chatting them once a year. I love... I remember years ago I used to have the phone app and that was yeah. dangerous. Um, Never got into the ponies myself now. Not, not into, so boring. into that. Yeah. So well, I think it's a bit like... That's cruel as well. I, I, well, yeah, okay, yeah, that's fair. I was going to say it's a bit like golf. <laughs> it's kind of like, it's very hard to predict. <laughs> that's definitely at cruel least, sometimes. At too. least like in football, you know, like, although there's that old, you know, anybody can win it in 90 minutes. Yeah. There's generally kind of a, like if Manchester or City are playing like Oldham in the third round, the FA Cup. Yeah. You know, you kind of know, right, that's a... Yeah. Obviously, you need to put a lot of money on to get money back, but, you know, you'll have people who go out and like, you know, they're... They're, they're, they're called I suppose bank builders or whatever like they're building their yeah. thing up to make one huge bet on something yeah, and they yeah. rationalise it because um, they may be they may end up putting three or four thousand on one match but they built it up from a from like a pound or a euro so it, in their mind for some reason it doesn't feel like they're actually putting yeah. three or four because they, they can't some of them don't rationalise that it's that's They've actually got three or four thousand of their own money in. It's play money with them. Yeah, to yeah. them it's not real, you know. Even though oh, <laughs> it's right. very real. Yeah. So the, the real money was the ten pound they started off with. Yeah, so there's, there's no loss to them in yeah. their minds. It, it's, yeah. it's an odd one. The Paddy Power stuff's never really like, like it was odd funny too. Don't get me wrong, but it's never it's never really sat well with me. It, it reminds me of like if a cigarette company had a Twitter account that was similar to it. Like it, it's another addiction and. Yeah, it's nearly too friendly or something. I don't know how you guys feel about that, but I think kind of not to move away from the actual topic. Joe was talking about uh, or what he was getting at in his in his in his tweets. Dundalk are playing tonight, and they're now um, sponsored by a betting company. I think there was a lot of trouble. Yeah, that doesn't sit well with me. There was a lot of talk around, not just town, but like the League of Ireland when it when it happened. Like, is that is this unfortunately going to be the only way for League of Ireland clubs to make? Yeah. Money because yeah. they can't make it other ways that no clubs would normally make. So, Dundalk's get I don't know the figures, but they're getting quite a large sum for League of Ireland club uh, to have like a betting company under their jersey. So no, to further answer your question doesn't particularly sit well with me but like Sean it doesn't stop me putting mm. 10 euro on Dundalk to actually win tonight you know that kind of yeah and it's funny you mentioned like the jersey like so now you've got like you know we like kids in the neighbourhood kind of wearing yeah. that way or whatever it is on, on yeah the, I can't remember I, do you know odd. what when you, think about, when, you, when you think about that in black and white just some pen and paper that's an odd thing or yeah. wearing a shirt with a gambling company on it like. yeah oh yeah it's, it's it is weird yeah and what do you think about now, like I was looking through the uh, Paddy Power account and I was looking through their gifts mm. and stuff just to see what he was on about. There's a lot of Simpsons gifts. I probably would have had to go a lot further and, and I saw maybe, I think it was a Scooby-Doo one. Mm. Um, I'd probably have to go further back to find I more say that kids' content, like yeah. as he was saying, kids' content. Um, yeah, when you did read out the tweet at first, I was, I was a bit like, I don't think there was, I don't know if there's kids' content, but then the kids are kind of getting into the Simpsons yeah, I suppose it's, it's it's meme culture, isn't it? Like like Maybe, yeah. like yeah. it's the culture of children are used yeah, to, to gifts and memes. Don't and even think it needs to be. I know we're talking about kids content, but like, um, I can't say for sure. But I watched Chelsea versus Villarreal last night Super Cup, and the hordings all around the game were mostly betting companies. The 
ads before kickoff, like ten seconds before kickoff. Come on, still time to get your bet in. Yeah. Um, yeah. Or, or, or change your bet halfway through the game. Yeah, like in play betting supported right. or um, half time would be you know be half time and just before um, you know it would go to the ad break, but just before it went to the actual ad breaks, it would be like you know um, very real to score next. Yeah. Now ten to one. So while it mightn't be specifically advertise the kids in memes or gifts or that I, I suppose you know if they're sitting watching the TV it's been it's been advertised yeah. at them there was a great I, mean, I just retweeted it on my own account um, a, a Twitter account called at big pig comedy they do obviously like satire things um, satire videos but there was a great they did uh, they saw this when, when the football or when the paddy power thing was trending uh, they just kind of released this at the old time and it, it's just a heading when football betting adverts contradict themselves and it, I thought it was a great sketch I'll just play it for you they say good things come to those that wait I say good things come to those that cash out yes, come on I bet 24-7 you were in control but sometimes we lose control and that's when you need to stop it's not worth it Yes, of course, it is worth it, which it could well be. You just don't know. That's the problem. That's gambling. Know your limits. Bet responsibly or not at all. You're going to bet a quid, you may as well bet a fiver. And actually, the odds on that are pretty tasty. But when it comes down to it, you've got to follow your head, not your heart. Unless you think you're on to a winner. In which case, I would go with your gut and really go for it. Make it count. But you don't have to if you don't want to. But if you did want to, then I should probably really lean into it. Go on, big boy. See what happens. Bet 24-7. What have you got to lose? Oh. And please bet responsibly. I I think that's uh, that's brilliant. The Ray Winston impression is great. It's always it's not it doesn't even have to be Ray. Like it's always some East End geezer. uh, Yeah, that's doing it. Like you know, it used to be. I don't know if Danny Dyer did do them, but like guys that were in all of those films, you know, like that they had it. Like they did the Foot Soldier Seven or Eight or something like that, you know, be like a the Firm Seven. Uh, rise at right green green street rise seven or you know all this kind of stuff and you're there going right but uh, who else was it was a paddy power or somebody else as well something similar to that they'd like a guy who's in a chip shop at like three in the morning or something in england and like he's there making like a bet on like the brazilian second division and then all of a sudden like he's transported into the football studio oh yeah he's sitting on the toilet what? isn't he yeah it's like you know <laughs> so Dave who's just had 10 pints and you know is on the toilet after his kebab what you know what do you see in this game that makes you think you know Con, Con Mo- Mobile FC or something are going to yeah. be you know like but like at the same time you, you know the, the the satire and the funny no- funniness of it is making it seem Harmless, you know, you know. Kind I of, get you, yeah, yeah. You know, no, like, like that's I, what they're going for. It's all like bet responsibly, but like, isn't look, isn't look, isn't this funny? That's, yeah. that's the kind of point I think I was trying to make. It's nearly too friendly in a way. Like, yeah. you know, there is a, a darkness to gambling, even though if, if you're in control, it's fine, I guess. But um, 
I don't know if it should be that friendly. Yeah, like I find myself in full disclosure, I find myself like liking some of the stuff Paddy Power yeah. puts out because whoever does their social media and their marketing they got Peter Crouch doing their ads as well. Like, you know it's what I mean? always quite fun. like, funny. Like, he's funny. funny. I know my, my <laughs> dad loves the, like, loves the Peter Crouch ads. Like, he thinks yeah. they're dead funny. Like, but Have you noticed his gambling increasing since? Uh, no, my dad only he only <laughs> bets on the Grand National once a year. Oh, very good. Um, and it's just a mortgage once no. a year. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, I, what was I going to say? I had something in my head there about it. You put it just while you're thinking, like, they're, they're quite, like... I remember they bet us quite easily in the end. I think it was three 0 or something. But when Ireland were playing England in Wembley, like did the big, they rented out the big, um, whatever, what you call them? Not a it's a massive star. banner, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah banner. They rented out something. Advertising. Uh, advertising uh, hoarding beside the ground. Yeah. And put up like you know, you know, was it? Two, two snakes or something yeah that's right yeah. and it was just a reference to Grealish and, and Rice oh, yeah. like, just well, Paddy Power on the bottom of it like, but it's enough to kind of yeah pull people in banter like, ban- yeah, it's yeah. a real banter like, thing. and just what you were saying there about like you know the center side I, I sat through uh, what's his name the guy player from up the north uh, Oshin McConville I sat through that lecture and it was like horrendous like What's the film he was he was just like the, the describing his gambling problem and how he, you know he was getting money off his parents and wow, yeah. feeling suicidal and uh, and there was a, I think there was another Gaelic player then that owed money to somebody and uh, he I can't remember his name but he's he's from Tyrone. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah like that was very sad as well. Uh, he ended up like doing things online like to try and yeah you know, taking like money for like porn and stuff like that to try and pay off the and, money that and, he owed. The, and the newspapers weren't at all you know showed show, didn't show him any mercy yeah was McConville was at a different time I suppose like you know um McConville I suppose would be you know that Arma all Ireland winning yeah team I suppose it's just before the explosion of social media like so kind of got away with it for wow you know, but like if anybody's ever looking for a book to read on, his book is quite yeah. good on the topic. Yeah, must check it out. And I just to, to move on, just to get back on like problem gambling, I suppose, in children. One of the better tweets I saw under under the hashtag Paddy Power Leave the Kids Alone uh, was by a guy called Rabo at DWR85, and he said, "Give him his full name." I know, yeah. <laughs> Everyone quite crying about Paddy Power doing it, but have allowed EA subject children to gambling for years, and none of you wanted to do anything about it. Oh man, that's such a good point. Uh, so I, he's referring there to loot boxes and video games, and I'd say even specifically the um, the card packs in FIFA Ultimate Team. Yeah, which is gambling. Like it really, it is. Like the more you think about it, like, it's, it's it's like a fruit machine because you're you're spending more money to get something that you want. Well, that's it, Sean. You don't even know if you're getting something you want. Like, so I don't. Know, have you played Ultimate Team before? I I have. Now I, I'm more familiar, and I'll touch on that in a minute. I I was a big Star Wars Battlefront fan, and there was a massive scandal over that in Belgium. Um, but okay. you go on first. Yeah, well, I think well, Ultimate Team is maybe one maybe more people are familiar with. But um, on FIFA, like you know, Ultimate Team, you start building a small team from scratch to play other people online. And to do that, like if you win games, you get coins and you use those coins to, to buy these player packs. 
Mm. And the best way to describe it is it's like getting match attacks cards or something from the, or those panini stickers yeah, in yeah. the shop. Like, so you get random players in a pack, mm. but you don't know what you're getting. So apart from earning these coins, which can take forever, you can also buy coins and then, then use those to buy kind of these packs yeah. in the game. So it, it's it's mental because these kids can like spend the five euro in a pack and, and get absolute shite. Yeah. So it, for me, it's gambling because you don't know what you're getting. You're not intentionally buying Messi or Ronaldo. You could end up with Jay Rodriguez, you know, or James Rodriguez, whatever the name is. And you, want, yeah. to, you want to go again until you do exactly. get the Messi yeah, or yeah. Ronaldo. So, so, yeah. it is, so your fruit machine analogy is quite good as well. Yeah. But I was talking to a chap at work there a few months ago. I was talking about a FIFA Ultimate Team and he was telling me um, that um, someone he used to work with, so a friend of a friend, so who knows how good the story is or so how reliable it is. So probably <laughs> him, yeah, because you're listening. But um, he was saying that um, he got a very addictive personality. Like when he, when he starts something like golf, he buys all the clubs, he goes all in. Like you know, he. he, he I know somebody you know, like you know, that. We know we all know someone like that. <laughs> yeah. But um, he really got an ultimate team and spent five hundred euros one weekend on buying packs. Jesus, card. and he's got kids <laughs> and a wife, and he's just like, holy shit! How do like how do I how, how do I get away with this? How have we done that? Yeah. So he rang up EA and said his um his kid got a hold of the card and spent all that money and they refunded him the money. Jesus, he got to keep the players. Nice. Oh, it's not. It's not, <laughs> it's not real. Don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Like EA would but, be that. But, it. but it could back up Sean's point of oh, we don't want that publicity. Think how much money they make in these packs per day. Like, yeah. You know, Give, give them 500 euro back is nothing to them it, to avoid a Facebook post about how my kid has spent 500 quid on gambling. It came to the head there with that, what I said, Battlefront 2. Yeah. I so was what a, is Battlefront 2? So Star Wars Battlefront was kind of, it was an old game in, in, in the noughties where like you got to play as, you know, Star Wars soldiers and, you know, sh- like kind of Call of Duty style shooting shoot each other. Open, open like, world. Do you, remember, do you remember Battlefield on the PC and PlayStation? Yeah. It was like World War Two. Yeah. Game well, I think Star Wars Battlefront came out of that. I think it was the same general engine. Yeah. Is what they used, but yeah. obviously there was more of an allure, like I mean, there's more of an allure of playing as a in the Star Wars world than there is in yeah. like yeah. you know Russia 1942. The, the whole game was absolutely class, and for years they were like you know oh God, I'd love another battle Battlefront. So EA and Dice, I think was the with the makers re kind of did it for the newer consoles. Yeah, and it was class. The first one was was really good. Like like I was really good at it. Uh, <laughs> like and uh, yeah, like it, I was when Battlefront Two came out. There was a big massive five for it because there was like classes in it. So you could pick your classes. There was new heroes in it. Um, the worlds looked amazing, and uh, it came out on beta on beta, and everybody started to realize that the mechanics in it you know when you class up a character it's normally you do a grind and you play a couple of games and yeah you know you gradually improve so say like i don't know your soldier gets 10 percent more blaster power but the power-ups or, or the, the progression system was actually with, with the new one they realized it was going to be built into loot boxes so that when you open the loot box you might get um it was in different grades you might get a purple card which would power up your soldier with 20 percent uh blaster power yeah. so it became 
you know, pay to win. Yeah, and for anyone who doesn't know what loot boxes, how would you describe the loot box, Sean? Um, it's like you, you, you build up so many coins and yeah. you could purchase those coins. And once you build up enough, you can open this box and you don't know what's inside it. Yeah. And in this case, it was cards that would power up your character. It's a bit like the ultimate team. A bit like the yeah. ultimate team. And that, that was the gamble thing. as well. You don't know what you're getting. But the, the, the point that people were making, that this was a full-priced game, and that the built-in sort of mobile, you know, the mobile game, uh, you know, pay pay to pay win to mechanics pay, yeah, yeah, yeah. into it. Um, so so it was, like for children wanting to play this game, which was a Star Wars game, which a lot of them would have, they would have had to spend more money than the sixty euro to become any good at that game or to stand a chance of, of winning. Um, and what, what really brought that to a head for them was that Belgium was the only country that took EA up on, you know, well, this is gambling for, for children. Um, the only country to do it. Wow. And then it came to an extra head because this was bad publicity, of obviously, for Disney. So EA were in a lot of trouble with Disney and risked losing the, the license for Star Wars games. So they had to roll back the game and take out the, the monetized system. I, I believe now... It's it's off my PlayStation at the minute. I haven't played it for, but I believe it's in a lot better game now, and it's got like a strong fan base. Okay. Now that they've, they've took out the pay to win aspects and fixed it up. Maybe, maybe subconsciously, obviously I'm, I'm not a child. This is no, but subconsciously I've I've drifted away from consoles. Like even I don't know even like on a PC or anything like that, um, because. When I paid seventy euro for the game, I I I felt unsettled at the idea of having to buy these DLCs as they're yeah. called. Like I, although the game was always quite like a bit, it was the samey samey. But I liked the Assassin's Creed series when it first came out because I liked the whole folklore and history and all that kind of stuff around and even yeah. if it wasn't particularly accurate, it was neither here nor there. Yeah. But it became this thing then where like you had to buy. Uh, a portion of the city or something in order to access it whereas, or like a new part of the map yeah, yeah whereas like before you like you got it through gradual completing missions or tasks in the game and then obviously somebody would give you a mission that would be in, in that part of the city and that's that was it unlocked but you know like I know they they released Assassin's Creed Valhalla there not too long ago I think it was and then they got a load of money from from the Irish Fault Ireland or something like that to create like Hibernia in it which was Ireland yeah but then they released it as a downloadable con- uh, thing I've, I've heard in that download pack of Hibernia you can go to fucking Mullingar of all places yeah you can go to like Mullingar and, is it Joe like, Dolan statue there? nah I don't know if it's there maybe it's there maybe it's a downloadable I'm not sure <laughs> but, I was asking actually who was Dundalk in it and there is like some sort of hill you know what I'm like they got a load of money from the Irish government via Falls Ireland yeah. to put Ireland slash Hibernia in it and then they make you pay to access it. Yeah. You're kind of like, mm, yeah. this is, okay, that's not gambling, but you're kind of like, I've already paid 75 euro for this game. Yeah. So I can see why kids and parents, specifically parents would be worried. And I don't know, Sean, maybe your parents a little bit cleverer than ours were now like when you were buying games like I know my mum and dad wouldn't have been well they would have been aware it was like 
an 18s game or something when I was 12 but they wouldn't necessarily be aware of that there was maybe more to be bought with, with the game add-ons and stuff yeah that's fair yeah. is that something the parents are aware of now do you think I think they're a little bit more yeah. aware of it I know they're, savvy. they're a bit more savvy to it but it's still yeah it's, it's every new game there's a possibility yeah. that so, so it's a much upper event and, and oh, I, like you know obviously both games are EA you know as well that's the other thing yeah um, is there much uproar then online, Sean, in terms of Twitter? Um, that it was mis- well, that was just a point, and a lot of people liked it about yeah. the games. And I suppose it's just another aspect, maybe that you you have to look at, at those findings that you know there are so many underage gamblers and addicts, and you look at well, is gaming and the mechanics involved a gateway into it? And it definitely is. Yeah, 100%. Um, Joe Lysett, just to, just to end off, he just tweeted at the end uh, after his campaign, finally, please stop using uh, Paddy Power, Power, leave the kids alone. It should only ever be used if at Paddy Power use marketing that could appeal to children. And I'm sure they won't do it again. In fact, I'd bet on it. Um, and a lot of people like that. He's, full, a, good, he's a good guy. Full circle. Um, that's very good. Uh, Sean, did you have a list as well? Uh, I did have a list, which <laughs> um, I basically I follow this guy on uh, on Tim called Tim Urban. Tim Urban. Tim okay. Urban, and he's got this brilliant website, and I'd recommend you just visit it someday. It's called Wait But Why. Wait But Why. And okay. he, he's basically a, he's like a statistician. A statistician. Or shaking his head already here. <laughs> Go on. He's got, and he's just got some brilliant articles that would like puts life into perspective and um, using statistics using statistics okay. like like he has like a, you can have a downloadable cal- uh, calendar that puts each day of your life into little blocks that you can like block off and you can kind of see your life counting down but it makes you meant to make you live every day are you here to try and make maths fun uh no no I, but and he's got brilliant like articles like um oh it's, it's, it's really good and really funny um really funny sort of cartoon drawings to back up the stats and all of that he, he's really famous as well for um oh uh procrastinating monkey did you ever hear that oh yeah he's oh, a, oh that's a brilliant um that's a ted talk it's yeah fascinating monkey it's yeah. a fantastic ted talk i've used that at work even have you it's brilliant yeah, yeah it's, it's, really it's really good and you see all the cartoons of the yeah actually for anyone listening to this do youtube um procrastination monkey uh, it's a really good TED talk. Yeah. Anyway, he just put up. Uh, anyway, back to my list. Yeah. He just put up, and I think I probably did this before. But when somebody does it again, I'm always interested to see what comes up. Uh, what's your favorite tweet ever? Um, and oh, lots wow, of people okay. apl- uh, <laughs> applied. At number five, probably the classic uh, by Donald J. Trump. Um, despite the constant negative press, Kafefe. Ah, Kafefe. I love Kafefe. Kafefe. Um, this one, <laughs> this one is brilliant, right? Because it's uh, at number four. It's a tweet from Kanye West, but it's a quote tweet, and uh, a Kanye West <laughs> put up, "I will never make a diss record." Is that like slang for like a bad record? Yeah, yeah, yeah. A diss uh, record. So, so insulting another rapper. Yeah. Yeah, but when you read it, when you read it back, uh, this this. Uh, this woman called allegedly Mary just said I didn't know Kanye was Italian because if yeah. you read it back I will never make a diss a record <laughs> uh, I thought that was really good I've seen that before it's brilliant um, at number three I love this one um, 
but somebody put up a tweet saying I still don't get Bitcoin yeah. um, and at Teofight put up imagine if keeping your, call or your car idling 24-7 produced solve Sudoku's you could trade for heroin what? so the Say it to you one more time, it's like, it kind of makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if keeping your car idling 24-7 produced solve Sudoku's you could trade for heroin. Bitcoin. Yeah, that's, yeah. yeah, in a nutshell. I love that one, because I always kind of... Yeah, I'm, um, I'm joining a Bitcoin company next week, oh, my new job. Wow, we had and, uh, I'm going to, might use that my first day. But <laughs> 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 well, you know what, Bitcoin for everyone. Ah, it's like heroin. <laughs> <laughs> and the car is running <laughs> solving Sudoku puzzles yeah, yeah. I put that one in there especially for you um, at number two another classic Donald J. Trump was given out about Greta uh, so ridiculous Greta must work on her anger management problem then go to good old fashioned movie with a friend chill Greta chill and then she put up which is the tweet that, that was uh, so ridiculous Donald Trump must work on his anger management problem they go to a good old-fashioned movie with a friend, chill, Donald, chill. Loved it. He's had so much influence on Twitter, like, he's in, he's in two of the top five tweets. And then at number one is, obviously, still Ed Balls came up oh, again. yeah. Ed Balls tweeting Ed Balls. Oh, yeah, Ed Balls. Just, what more can you say? Like, yeah. even, all, all you need to do is say Ed Balls. He's clearly trying to Google himself, right? I mean, we've accepted that. Yeah, right? obviously, yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, Tim Urban, check him out. Yeah. And wait, but why? Um, yeah. Very cool. Sean, thanks very much. Um, great topic this week. I'm intrigued heavily by the, the, the loot system. I yes, I must think about it more. Yeah. Uh, Cormac, I'm going to come to you next because you're looking quite puzzled at your laptop screen at the minute. Uh, so, it must be good. Oh, it's just watching a bit of the Dundalk match. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> Michael Duffy has a goal that's allowed for offside. Um, he was offside to be fair, but yeah. So now I am, I am back. Um, what's the big news this week? Well, stay in sports for the moment. Um, I suppose I can tie you two two sporting things in there. Um, Messi has actually officially signed now for for PSG. I, I had a bit of a slip earlier when I said Man City, but that's just because of. It. I think everyone just assumed he was going to end up. Well, there was a very few places that could afford him with with Guardiola. Um, you might have seen on Twitter over the last few days just crowds upon crowds upon crowds of people to welcome Messi to to Paris. Um yeah. I was at hundreds, wasn't it like three hundred fans or something outside? I think it was more than three hundred for No, I thought or maybe it was training or something. There was something it's like more than that, like I saw a news article earlier, so three hundred, maybe they put it. I think a couple of thousand, um, just a couple of interesting tweets on it. Um this is from Marca, who won the you know the main papers in Spain for sports. He's two bonuses in his PSG contract because I know this is something we talked about the other day. Did you know he said PSG? PSG contract. <laughs> um, that's something I've been calling them for a while. Um, <laughs> that's a slip. Uh, so obviously, because the reason I mentioned this is because we did talk about the fact that Barcelona could not, you know, couldn't afford to pay him anymore. Maybe not so much Messi's fault, more so. Them giving forty million a year to Anton Griezmann and forty well, million a year it's to Messi's Coutinho. Fault too, like I mean, he had his press conference with like what were probably crocodile tears. Like you know, yeah, it was really spectacular. It was yeah. absolutely yeah. brilliant. Um, yeah. But like I mean, Barcelona are not blameless in this. They did manage to spend yeah. 
Brucey Dortmund two years ago, three years ago, quoted them eighty million for Dembele, and they ended up paying one hundred and seventy-five million for him. So you know they're not. It actually seems to be when they got that money for Neymar, they just like felt like, oh god, we bet we have to spend this money. Yeah, holding the pocket. Yeah, and, and rather than kind of having a look around and seeing kind of right, everybody's gonna see us coming. Maybe we should hold off. Yeah. Till the summer, but anyway, on to the contract. Um, he's two bonuses apparently so far in his contract. One worth 115 million euro if he renews his contract. Now, oh, that's scandalous, isn't it? It doesn't really go into any detail there about whether it's he renews it for a day isn't it, isn't or for it's six a, months. It's a two-year contract with an option for a third, and I yeah. assume then that kicks in for yeah. it's like a signing bonus. Or something. And then the second is a loyalty bonus, which he'd know all about. Yeah. Uh, is 78 million. Um, Loyalty bonus. So I imagine if that's if he sees out his time with PSG, he gets seventy-eight million euro um, into his pocket. Uh, I suppose everybody on Twitter is talking about, um, you know, how is he going to get on with mm. Neymar, yeah. Mbappe, Di Maria, a couple of other, um, you know, a couple of other queries Even, there. Um, Sergio Ramos. I did see Carl Kinsella um, tweet out. Um, I think it was yesterday or the day before. Just. Listen, everybody knows that Sergio Ramos and Messi playing in the same starting lineup isn't right. <laughs> I've, I just have a feeling like that Ramos is going to accidentally tackle him in a match. <laughs> like yes. Elbow him in the face. Habits. <laughs> yeah, like there's pictures of them going out on Twitter today hugging each other. And although in the first one, Messi looks quite stunned that he's there, but then they're hugging. Look, the general reaction seems to be positive, but I, I suppose a lot of people are saying. Uh, look, what's you know, what's he going to achieve in France? Uh, it's not a good compared to like the other top leagues. It, it it's not a great league. Yeah. Really. At least my, when, at least when Ronaldo moved, he went to fucking Italy. Like my yeah. nephew won't forgive me for this, but like it's not. Um, he, he's a PSG supporter, but it's oh, okay. it's not a, a league at the t- at the top of a, a, you know a, a standard at all. Uh, I'm I'm still really cynical about the club. Like I I thought there unfailing a Messi did you see the video where like the drone is going up mm. over the stadium mm. and s- straight into the merchandise shop to sh- oh, yeah. show the the Messi jersey That's and, amazing. Uh, yeah. it's just really cynical and uh, it's everything wrong with football yeah and, and it kind of echoes that you're, you're coming to sports washing um, well you know what's a big we all have our crosses to you know bear here mine's 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 my died you know, hate the sports washing thing, which is essentially these, you know, these states um, kind of coming in and kind of cleaning their image to 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 a club. Like Messi would have done an awful lot of work for UNICEF over the years, and uh, you know, human rights kind of um, charities. I kind of wondering, you know, maybe what they are thinking of all this because Qatar is not exactly known for its. You know, human rights. Uh, I've seen Waterford whispers with a news story up Messi to be put to work on um, stadium. Uh, another one. <laughs> Messi's Messi's tears at Barcelona press conference to be used to cool down migrant workers in Qatar. That kind of stuff. That's seen those great. tweets coming out. Just moving on from Messi. Um, well, before we do, yeah. Look, a lot of people. Your nephew probably argued there that maybe outside of Real Madrid and Atletico Madrid. The, the standard in the rest of Spain is not you know great but I suppose you know it's the stature of the, the club the club um, I don't really think he wants to be a PSG I think if, if, there, had, safe, if there had been a way back from 
leaving Barcelona he probably would have stayed but could have taken less money no <laughs> we see what happens the other interesting one is everybody's favourite non-sweater um, Prince Andrew is <laughs> trending on Twitter this week and that's because he's in court well, he's not physically in court but he's been sued by Virginia uh, Sean you might have to pronounce uh, you know this, is it Giffre or Giffre it's a French surname okay yeah She's filed a loose lawsuit in New York, federal court. Uh, it was all over Twitter. She was holding him. She was quoted saying, "I'm holding Prince Andrew accountable for what he did to me." Now everybody will, pro- everybody listen, probably know this. This is the same girl that was questioned. Well, her evidence was, you know, heavily relied upon in terms of um, Epstein, Epstein, and you know, Ghislaine Maxwell. So, oh yeah, I think this is what's raising up a lot of things on Twitter, people tweeting out um, the f- now famous interview from um, almost two years ago now, B- BBC, when uh, he said on live, that two years ago? live TV... Was that, that two years ago? Yeah, it could be almost two years ago now, uh, he's, it was November 2019, Jesus. Um, an interview with BBC News, like the, the Duke of York you know, spoke for the first time and um, you know, one of the famous lines come out of it where was you know he's no recollection of meeting her, and um, other famous line despite being in numerous photographs with her, um, <laughs> and you know he doesn't sweat. Um, I can't remember was what he, that was, was in he, relation was to. He not sweating profusely on the it was, was that something to do with on the dance floor? He he went. Yeah. The, the description of the story was that he was out in the dance floor, and he was very sweaty, and his alibi for it was he doesn't sweat. yeah we were totally in yeah. medical, medical condition where he can't sweat yeah and then he came out with some strange kind of you know he was in such and such a restaurant um, with his daughter at the time that he was supposed to have been like it was like a Greg's or something he tried to say was, right. do you know what I mean it, it was, was something it was I don't Greg's, know if it was yeah. Greg's but it was oh, like God, something I love Greg's oh, rat, I love but Greg's. it was something yeah. kind of like I have no time for the British royal family but it was somewhere where the British royal family wouldn't necessarily yeah. be you know yeah B. B. <laughs> that kind of thing. I'm no doctor, but I think if you can't sweat, your kidneys will shut down. Yeah, exactly. You really? Know. Or your liver or something. Can you not get some sort of injection that stops you from sweating or something? Uh, like no, it redirects Botox. it. I think it redirects it to other areas oh, of your body. Right. Yeah. You know, or it's not. like It's it's a cosmetic thing. Well, obviously, for some people it isn't, but I think it redirects it to other areas of your body. Yeah, it's releasing the toxins um, you sweat as well. Outside, so. outside of that, I, I, I don't know what you think of... Of that, I think that could be one to watch. I think there could be some great Twitter action, action and memes and whatnot coming out of that. Maybe like a teaser, isn't it? I think it is. I think it will run and it will be good when it actually gets properly into court. Because you know what American court is like as well. You know, <laughs> we will see most of it. <laughs> yeah. um, there's no point in saying we won't. The other one, Sean, and this was actually, it was actually brought to me by you you brought this to my attention <laughs> yeah you, you misread me uh, you're gonna, I, don't you're gonna you, I don't know if you want to i don't know if you want to play it if you, i'll, if you I'll can, play it you might yeah. be able to but uh tommy bow who good, good friend of mine tommy tommy bow uh, tommy bow <laughs> yeah tommy bow is an ex-irish rugby player international quite famous quite high up in the tri-score rankings for him as well yeah that, yeah Cormac accosted outside of uh, I wouldn't say accosted. We, we're, we're quite we, outside the Heineken final. How did you, how did you accost him? Like, some people who were with us wanted foes, and they didn't want to ask him. <laughs> and I just went over and I asked him, and we became best friends. 
Um, and Brezzy was and there. And Brezzy was there. <laughs> oh, Brezzy. I tweeted yeah, Brezzy yeah, once. Yeah. Uh, not that they would remember. And I think they may have... Um, uh-huh, uh, I think they actually bought us a, a quick round and then they had to speed off. They were doing some remember, some yeah. sort of thing. Um, yeah, so as I said, my friend Tommy Bow now works for um, Virgin Media Ireland AM. Uh, he's a, on a typical morning show and uh, he's quite good. I think he's good on it. But Sean, yesterday morning he had what would be described as a bit of a, a gaff. A gaff for David Brent, a possible Alan Partridge moment. Oh, it's brilliant. Um, I don't know if you want to if you want to play it and I'll then we we'll tell people. I'll play what. it now. Yeah. And you're very welcome back. Now, author Seamus O'Reilly was just five years old when he and his ten siblings ten siblings sadly lost their mum. <laughs> <laughs> it gets better every time you listen to it. Ten siblings. Ten. She, she set them up for it though. I think she did. I like she, 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 she. I'm not. I'm not kind of having a go at her for, you know, trying to take down my 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 good, my good friend Tommy Bow. Yeah. But um, she did kind of pause when she said the ten siblings and looked at him and kind of let just let him let him go for it. Um, but he's reacted quite well, and so has um, Seamus, uh, the author Seamus O'Reilly. Uh, it, he I somebody I follow on Twitter, I don't know if we all follow him. I follow him too. He's very active on that. He's been shameless as ever was was his um tagline. But uh he he tweeted out ha 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 I'd like to assure everyone send me this that I did catch this beautiful moment during my interview this morning. I'd also like to reassure Tommy that there are zero hard feelings as my entire family and I think it's absolutely hilarious. Uh, Tommy also tweeted out Hope Seamus and his ten siblings don't hate me now. <laughs> Might as well check out his criti- critically acclaimed book, Did You Hear Mammy Died? So <laughs> it just seemed to get <laughs> even kind of stranger. He then had to kind of tweet again, uh, just to reassure, at Tommy Bowe further, a reminder that this ranks fairly low on the list of reactions I've received to this size of my massive family. Um, and then he attached something on underneath where... Basically, um, you know, it was kind of a critique of the book and somebody kind of saying like, oh my God, how did the mother cope with 10 siblings? But a couple of people, including Sean, didn't take it that way. And wanted, I did. Wanted to cancel. Uh, I never wanted to Tommy cancel them. I just, I just put, I, all I did, all I did was I put up the video on the lads group and I put that smiley face with the gritted teeth. Because it was just a cringe moment. It was a cringe moment. I and I, I didn't know. I didn't think I, I was hilarious. Then I, then I put a screenshot in of what my good friend Tommy Bow uh, sent back, and Sean replied, "Classy." Now, I don't know how you think that sounds. <laughs> I know. I just meant it was a classy response. I didn't well, mean oh, classy. I wasn't well, being sarcastic. I don't be sarcastic in my text that's messages. How I, that's how I talk it. Well, don't. Um, I, obviously, the moment's being memed as well. Yeah, Mallow News tweeted out going. Text message alerts need to be replaced with the ooh noise Tommy Bow makes in the Ireland AM. <laughs> <laughs> so there's plenty of them hanging about. Uh, so yeah, look, what did you, it was pretty funny, wasn't oh, it? Was yeah. brilliant. And yeah. even like I, I put that meme, and into, I don't know who made the meme. I, I hate when it happens when you don't know who the original creator is. But like I put one into that group earlier because it was sent to me. Yeah. It was, it was the presenter going, "Good morning, it's September 11th, and two planes, <laughs> two planes." <laughs> <laughs> it's just, it's just the fact. 
I don't know whether it's like he does have quite a nice northern accent, but it still goes high pitched the odd time, and I think it's just the way <laughs> yeah, he, yeah. he reacted the first time around is, is yeah. what got it. Uh, so I suppose that's kind of all I'm covering at, at the moment, Fergal. I've a, a great Tom Jones joke, but I'll save that. I'll save that for the I'll afters. save that for the so yeah, and move on to yourself. Yeah, well, listen, I'll keep mine short and sweet. Um, I don't know if you. I, well, I think you did. You saw a story about uh, Cork City have installed robot trees. Yeah, it's, it's wound me up uh, for two reasons. Okay. One, because they've. You know, they've installed robot trees when the obvious suggestion was to plant actual trees. Um, and two, because I am an acting government employee in that specific sector, I, I kind of feel like I can't, be t- I can't say too much uh, of what I would really want to say about how these decisions are always reached and the fact that nobody ever seems to be, there doesn't seem to be anybody employed to kind of say, that's a bad idea. You know, yeah, that's the other thing. Like, how many like meetings does this stuff have to get through? Before this would have gone through um, uh, strategic policy committee, which is like um, the director of that section and the councillors at a local level where the things are installed. Then it would have gone to the corporate policy group, who's the decision making level in the council. Then it would have gone to a full council meeting. Yeah. To be approved, and then it would have gone to the chief executive. For final approval, so give or take five meetings, not in the space of a week now, over months. So plenty of time for somebody to turn around and go, mm, I don't know about this. <laughs> you know. Well, it's it, it's gas. Like it, it's it's weirdly enough, I had um so so the the Cork City Council tweeted out their announcement of this um earlier this morning, and it's been deleted already. Oh which God. Is, so I had the tweet lined up. Now I still have the replies and stuff, but they've replaced it with a different tweet. Basically, it was just it was a normal enough announcement. I'm not even sure why they deleted it. Maybe just all the replies are so bad. But um, but Cork City Council tweeted out earlier. Uh, Lord Mayor of Cork, um, Senator Colin Kelleher, today launched the Cork City Council air quality strategy at one of the two uh, city centre locations where five city trees have been installed. And that's what they're calling these robot trees. They call them city trees. That's the name of the product. Can I ask? Yes. And because I, I, I only saw it and I didn't research it, yeah. but like, what are robot trees? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna. Well, it's a black mirror shit, Sean. Um, I know maybe that's a cliche thing to say about this, but it is. I think Cormac, you're agreeing with that earlier. Um, yeah, I haven't actually in full, you know, full admittance here. I think I've said these before. I haven't actually ever watched Black Mirror, but uh, I do. I am aware of what it's what it's about, and like. Sean, there seems to be some very fabulous money going to go into this, but yeah. there seems to be very little actual scientific evidence that this will actually work. In fact, I can just say wholeheartedly now yeah. that these are a recipe disaster in terms of public liability claims because somebody's going to climb on top and fall <laughs> uh, off. The trees themselves, the trees, and you can't see the inverted commas I'm making it in my hands, but they look like pallets kind of stacked on top of each other. Um, which can be opened up when you open up inside you see like a wall of moss like they're, green moss they're like something our friend Chris would have built years ago when he was in that <laughs> pallet phase right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it basically it looks like a big beehive those beekeeper hives like a big one of those but instead of like honeycomb in the middle it's, it's yeah. moss um, so there's five of those in the city centre these cost 350,000 euros the five of them 
Okay. Yeah, so people are kind of peeved about it. But in terms of a description of what they do, the official uh, website from the company Green City Solutions, and they're the company that made them, uh, said the city tree combines natural moss filters with smart IoT technology. <laughs> What's I'll IoT I'll, technology? I'll get that in a second. So the result is noticeably fresh, clean air. As a shady green oasis, it creates a place of relaxation and encounter and enriches every urban space. It looks like a big block of pallets. Like the person who wrote this is, is absolutely on drugs. <laughs> so in IoT technology, I had to look at that myself, Sean. So IoT technology stands for IoT stands for Internet of Things. So basically it's a network of of machines working together. So uh, an explanation I got on Wikipedia of all places was the Internet of Things describes a network of physical objects, also known as things, that are embedded with sensors, software, and other technologies that is used for the purpose of connecting and exchanging data with other devices and systems over the Internet. Why did the robot trees need a Wi-Fi connection? Oh, it's all part of yeah, well, it's all it's, part of the takeover, Sean. It's all part of the scandemic. This is the next stage. Oh, you know, robot, robot trees. You know they're going to be monitoring you know, when you're walking by and, and stuff like that and whatever radio waves or I don't know what's in them. But I hope they're I hope they're sturdy because people will climb on top of them on stags. They're asking and for it. I hope they. Oh are, man, imagine our stag. I I hope when? they're able to absorb. Copious amounts of urine as well. That's all I was <laughs> I'm going to come to that in a second, yeah. actually. So, um, uh, the journal that I put out tweeted out a good article about it, and they had a good description about it too. Uh, the four meter tall wooden units contain a moss that can filter pollutants, uh, and they will be installed at St. Patrick's Street and on Grand Parade in the city centre. Uh, a, num- a number of other uh, local authorities have weighed in on whether they will consider that technology, with Dublin City Council ruling them out and several others waiting to see how successful they are in Cork. Structures known as city trees, which are designed by German uh, company Green City Solutions, work thanks to the moss, which absorbs air pollutants such as uh, particle matter and nitrogen oxides and emits clean air. The moss acts as a filter to trap and eat uh, fine dust, making a sustainable and regenerative uh, fine dust filter, uh, explained the council. Um, so Cork City, what, uh, Cork City Council, they're keen to point out that the city trees are only one part of its new uh, clean air strategy. Um, so they're, they've launched uh, this whole clean air strategy. So that is this like step one of five, I think it is, uh, which is launched today. Which apparently, I, I think, um, traffic and congestion is a big issue in Cork. So um, this is seen as one of the solutions to it. Um, obviously, some people have not been happy about this. Uh, someone called Kate Ni Curran uh, replied, saying, "Why don't you plant actual trees for fuck's sake?" <laughs> It just Do seems so, you know. Like, yeah. What's even madder about this, right? And this, this is the black memory bit for me in a weird way. It's, it's, it's actually the company's attitude towards it for me is a bit insane. Like that description I read earlier is a bit insane. So Green City Solutions actually replied to Cat, the one who said, "Why don't you?" What? Yeah, it actually replied to her. Like you want to say, "Why don't you just plant trees?" Um, and said the normal. <laughs> this is this is the insane bit, right? The normal city tree. And they don't have it like as in it's the product name. They call it a tree like like a normal tree, like a city tree, but they're still calling it a city space tree. The normal city tree. So the normal city tree. Jesus. So you mean you a tree, mm-hmm. uh, and our city tree complement each other as solutions to different problems. As a measure, a tree hashtag tree uh, tends to have a long term effect, while the city tree has a short to medium term effect. 
So stay together. Oh, so together they form a perfect team. Green, uh, Loveheart, emoji. Oh, God. Like, I, That's I the Black Mirror bit for me. What wouldn't surprise me also, because it's County Council, um, would be... They'll, you're probably going to see these pop up in other local authorities and they'll probably have pulled trees up to put them in which is the you know kind of kind of productive thing to do uh it just kind of gives me a little bit of like i don't know why when you were reading that whole thing out further like I, it just reminds me of like do you remember like the brain slogan futurama or something <laughs> else? like somebody sitting in that episode in that in that yeah. office with like a brain slug attached to them and it's just telling them to write out stuff about this city whatever it is or a bit of hypnotoad kind of <laughs> bit behavior. It just it just reminds me of that. But just in response to that, Mallow News tweeted out breaking Cork City Council spends five hundred thousand on giant robot lumberjack <laughs> uh, to prone robot trees. So obviously people you know people are seeing the funny side in this for for what it is, like in terms you know, it's a good it's a good laugh, but I'll go through some of the funny responses first and then maybe I'll get into the anger and then we'll kind of take it from there but Dr Harold News which is vastly becoming one of our go-to accounts for, for funny content uh, tweeted out two great tweets about it um, in inverted commas the fresh clean air helps me sleep at night Cork City a homeless man praises council for installing 350,000 euros uh, uh, euro robot trees uh, they also tweeted out, uh, Guardia warning the public to be careful after Cork City Council answered an 083 number and paid €350,000 for five robot trees. <laughs> which I quite like. I think it's good. Um, uh, and then, as you said, the Mallow News then had that crack on one too. Uh, Waterford Whispers uh, also got in on the act because those guys are they're so quick. Um, so they just tweeted out um, an article stating robot trees overthrow court masters following power surge <laughs> and then put out a full article about it um, and then you know because Twitter moves quickly today already an obligatory parody Twitter account was created oh, claiming to be the robot trees what didn't we think of that I don't know. I I think it's become a bit of an eye roll thing to do now. No, create a parody count. Like what? Sometimes. What was last week? It was uh, Sally. Sally. Yeah, which was fun at first, but it, it kind of like, it kind of comes like a nearly like a, a cliche thing to do. Anyway, I checked out the the, the parody account. It's only got like five hundred followers, and it's it's not good. And you two are like pissing yourselves laughing. What's going on? We're laughing at something else. Completely uh, <laughs> unrelated. Oh yeah, uh, tweets. But uh, on parody accounts. <sighs> What's the like life, you know, like shelf life on them is, is the thing. Like, you know, someone you were saying, oh, I need to take it off. But like, after a few days, you probably get tired of it. I haven't heard from Lewis, Sally, in, in, uh, or Sandra, or whatever her name was. Sally, Sally, Sally yeah. in, since, since last week. So obviously, you know, like it runs out, shelf life runs out pretty quickly on them. But like you were saying, like Dublin City Council won't be installing these things. No, they've they, put in a kayak. They, thing, they're, already, they're already <laughs> in hot. They're already in hot water, so to speak, over the trying their their chief executive is trying to pass a white water rafting facility for, you know, George's dock. But, you know, um obviously people of inner city Dublin would maybe like him to build some houses or apartments <laughs> or something like that. But he's a he's an avid white water rafter himself, so you can see the benefit to the local area. Yeah. Um, if he likes it. Of course he's trying to sell it as um uh, you know, it's somewhere where emergency services could train 
and uh, I heard him yesterday kind of on radio again after the, the climate report uh, kind of saying well you know maybe that white water rafting facility isn't such a bad idea now but it just reminds me of like he's kind of saying well you know if we're going to have higher tides and floods and that we need it but but the whole thing reminds me of like lo- <laughs> each local authority <laughs> seems to be yeah that doesn't sound like a good reason that's that's just essentially like to get reason. people ready for water world is it yeah i get people you know emergency services to be able to rescue you from you know Connell street or something you know but um it just reminds like every local authority just seems to be like are they all trying to like it's just their niche, like, you know, some, try and come up with something. What's the hook for coming? There? Yeah, I mean, um, Cork, <laughs> Cork had had a great week publicity-wise with their Harlan team making the All-Iron final, and it just seems like they've completely blown it now. But Fergal, my favourite reaction to it was somebody tweeting out, this reminds me of the Simpsons monorail <laughs> episode, <laughs> who sold Cork City Council this idea? <laughs> you know? It's um, But... Yeah, it just seems to be. Yeah, uh, it's you know. I just hope we don't see them here in town. I know. I know. Uh, well, listen, I'll kind of wrap it up with because um, kind of this kind of relates to stuff you've talked about before. I guess Cormac, like uh, some people have referred to this as greenwashing. Oh yeah. Just emphasise your sports washing kind of comments in the past. So it's um, uh, yeah. So a lot of people have kind of uh, call it greenwashing instead. So one uh, University of Cork. Um, scientists is accusing city council of greenwashing over these strange robot trees, um, and then someone else called uh, Adakan Uzun um, also tweeted that it appears that the Green Party defending the installation of robot trees in Cork City at a cost of over three hundred thousand to the ordinary taxpayer. Uh, you could literally plant ten thousand real trees for the price of a couple of these robot trees. Uh, this is not climate action; it's greenwashing. So. Interesting to know. Well, see if that would be a term. It is, and for people who, uh, I'm going to give you this knowledge, even though you don't want it. Yeah. Each local authority has to reduce their uh, emissions, you know, by down to thirty percent by twenty thirty. So, I, I think this is they've obviously got a whack of money to try and uh, do this, and there's obviously some obviously planting these robot trees is whacking a big percentage off their you know emissions or something like that they must yeah. be able to account for for something in order in order to do this it, it, so it definitely is 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 greenwashing yeah is, well I, I wrap up with this tweet anyway because I, I quite liked it um this is from um <laughs> a twitter account with a great handle like football related handle cormac i think they'll appreciate it at fc20 benson yeah <laughs> oh yeah i follow him name. Well, um, here it reports that the Cork robot trees have become sentient and are going around telling all the actual trees how great they are. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> exactly. All, all that's in my head throughout all this is Radiohead fake plastic trees. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I don't know that one. No, fake plastic no. watering can. Oh, I like Radiohead, no. Fake plastic Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> chaps um as always thanks for joining uh, me for the podcast this week did you have any particular tweets of the week you wanted to get to i have so many oh, <laughs> this you week. want to run through some quickly like? um 
I, if I can find them because I had them. Well, actually, this one was really good. If you might know that, um, uh, what if Marvel What If has hit Disney Plus? Oh, yeah, the new series, yeah. Yeah, and the first episode is uh, <laughs> is um, Peggy. What do you call Carter. her? Peggy, Peggy Carter. Carter, yeah. And this this one called At the Star Wars Girl. I've seen this. It's yeah. horrible. She, what the hell? She put up. Uh, well, it could be a he. Uh, no, it's a girl. It's so, oh. Sean, it's not the first tweet she's put up like this. Oh, she's okay. well known. Yeah, she's a she's a, a troll of the highest order, on kind of like nerdy Twitter. In like, world. My world. Yeah. Oh, yeah. right, troll. So, <laughs> to my dark recess. She just put up the picture of Peggy Carter in her kind of Captain Britain uniform. So, just for more context, so it's what if it's like what if small changes happen to, to movies in Marvel? Yeah. So instead of Steve Rogers getting a serum, Peggy gets it. Yeah. And she gets more buff, like Steve does. A woman! Getting muscular. <laughs> I know, yeah. Yeah. Um, so she put up the picture and she just said, Peggy's shoulders aren't that broad. This is a drawing of a dude whose head was erased and had Peggy's photoshopped on. Uh, fucking ridiculous um, Arthur Chu a blue tick just put up uh, well, this is the tweet that I like uh, hey uh, I don't know if you remember this but way back in the first movie Steve Rogers looked pretty damn different <laughs> before he became Captain America <laughs> it was like a whole thing uh, <laughs> yeah he was very scrawny like five foot to, you know, that was the idea wasn't it yeah, yeah the entire point I did see someone so I saw she replied to her own tweet Photoshopping out the the hair to say, look, it is a dude, and it was just Peggy Carter's face. Like it's still clearly, yeah, I, you know, you could see that underneath it actually. Yeah, that well, the, the actress's name, she's brilliant. But um, but then other people were tweeting under going like, did she actually just Photoshop out a cartoon? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? How's that? That's pretty weird. Yeah, she, yeah she's she's a well-known troll man. Um, All right, well, that's the first I've came across her. You should check out her account. You could probably do a full episode on her. Um, another tweet that just came up on my feed and I'm sticking with the geeky stuff just yeah, because I, I like you um, it's a picture of uh, or a gif sorry of Zack Snyder's Justice League and it's a gif of Barry Allen do you know when he's he's in the shop and he breaks through the window the flash yeah yeah flash so it's just a just somebody called at Jack Larry MMA put up uh, in Zack Snyder's Justice League Barry Allen breaks a window by merely touching it this is due to the fact Windows no longer supports Flash <laughs> well that's very good it's <laughs> not good I didn't even laugh that's, 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 that's a good. proper joke oh, those are really good yeah. uh, I, I, I said at the start I'd, I'd come back to uh, Marion Gate and uh the resign Leo hashtag that came okay. up. I I've been plugging it all week. It's currently standing at seven thousand one hundred eleven tweets. Wow. Um, my favorite one that come up was um at panel power, IRL, um and it just said what films will Faradkar quote from in his resignation speech and uh, they got loads of um. Oh, really? <laughs> um so so it was basically what film like when he because he, he was famous for quoting. Films during his like COVID pandemic speeches. Yeah, so this is what he would call fantastic. Like, yeah, and like uh, songs as well. He's done. I think he done a Derek Kennedy song once. Like you know, he quoted a few lyrics from that. Um, I assume there would be Beck. I'm a loser, baby, wouldn't it? Yeah, I'm not sure 
what he'd be using but Sean give us a oh yeah people loads of people put up different ones uh, someone had a gif up of uh, Monty Python's a holy grail uh, it's just a flesh rind yes yes uh, <laughs> <laughs> um Someone else put up from Margaret Thatcher, the Iron Lady. Well, it used to be about trying to do something. Now it's about trying to be someone. Uh, another one from Gone with the Wind. Frankly, my dear, I don't give a damn. <laughs> uh, someone else put up, I'm not sure what movie this is going to be. Uh, we're going to need a bigger foot. Oh, from Jaws, oh, he's big dope. Oh, a, a bigger <laughs> foot. Ah, okay. <laughs> Yeah, uh, that, that's there. To, I'm gonna end on that one because I, I really <laughs> put my, my foot in that one. Uh, there, like, usually I forget to do my favorite yeah, so, week. Um, so you're just I had a plethora, a plethora of them. There. Sean, or Cormac, do you wanna put? Do you wanna tell us your Tom Jones related? Well, I do, but I, I just in ten minutes ago another tweet cracked in, and it's actually yeah. a future brother-in-law of yours. As, as tweeted as me what uh, so after four years with the woman she tells me I have a funny walk what the fuck and that's from Akilin <laughs> <laughs> McCann <laughs> so I'm actually now sitting here for the last ten minutes thinking about times that he's been walking in front of me or around me he trying does, to figure out does yeah. he have a funny walk he does have he does, a funny yeah. walk and now I'll be now I'll be purposely watching him and I know it's a, it's a bit of an inside joke and nobody likes them on podcasts but if anybody knew this individual they would know that he would not take this too well and yeah. will now be on his guard in time he's oh, walking oh I can't wait <laughs> in fairness though uh, like I know Fergal's laughing there but Fergal has a funny walk oh just shut up it's kind of a little it's a bounce it's a swagger it's a bounce yeah. pompous kind yeah. of bounce what's your Tom Jones joke <laughs> Tom Jones playing a gig the other night in um Belfast and at Paddy Raff comedy tweeted out security alert at Tom Jones gig more as we get it <laughs> and then he came out a few minutes later and go the PSNI say the security alert at Tom Jones custom house square gig last night turned out to be a sex bomb but he made me wait an entire day for it oh, and I really so really really enjoyed it <laughs> oh that's amazing uh, yeah that's amazing. I don't know if it's because it's Tom Jones or I just no, don't know right. like that's I know it's so a song but like that's amazing he, he made show. everybody wait 24 hours for um the you know and such. That collaborative album Tom Jones has is a good album. Yeah, fun, I but uh, yeah. Uh, I, I enjoyed that. Yeah, it's yeah. good stuff. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, chaps, thanks for joining me this week. Um, we have been the Tweets Ahead podcast. You can follow us on Twitter at Tweets Ahead cast and Instagram and Facebook. You can check out our website and all the other episodes um, at tweetahead.com and find us on all major podcast platforms. Yeah. Um, thanks Cormac and Sean I've been Fergal the music has been Welcome to the Breakdown by Bill Coleman and we'll see you all next time <laughs>